the days of Elijah, declaring the word of the Lord. Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International, Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the Gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Jesus, worthy is the Lamb 
slain for us. Son of God and man, you are high and lifted up. And all the world will praise your great name. Oh, Jesus, Lord, Jesus, worthy is the was slain for us son of god and man you are high and lifted up and all the world will praise your great Holy Spirit. Amen. So, one of the things that the Holy Spirit is, is a river, which is also, um, <clears throat> so a river is a symbol of the Holy Spirit. Once you realize the flow of the river, flowing with the river is very easy. But if you don't know how the river is flowing, and you want to go in the opposite direction, you will struggle than going with the river. The same thing is with the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit is moving in one direction, you have to follow the Holy Spirit lead. Because if you don't follow the lead of the Holy Spirit, you will struggle a lot. And sometimes the Holy Spirit speaks to us all the time but we do not heed. We do not hear. So it's very important to learn all that God wants us to know by flowing with the river of the Holy Spirit. Many times we want to flow with God and be led by him, but it's not easy because circumstances will come our ways. We will find ourselves in situations that makes it difficult to flow with the river. We find ourselves, we lose things, we lose loved ones, we lose our jobs, and sometimes it's very difficult, it's not easy. And anyone who says that staying in the course that God has given us is easy, is just telling you a lie. But we just have to rise up above it. We just have to rise up above any situation that comes into our lives, any circumstances that we find in our lives. Because if we do not rise up above it, the Holy Spirit will leave and we will be left behind. Because there is your time, the time and the time of God. And when God is moving, we also have to know the times and move with them. Because you can't say, oh, let me wait for till I get a job. Let me wait till I get a child. Let me wait till I get a husband. Let me wait till I have some money. By that time, you will be left behind. And that is not the situation that we want to find ourselves in. 
Because God forbid that all the times that we are coming in every Tuesday, on Fridays we are praying, on Sundays we are here the whole day. And in the end, nothing is accomplished for you in the kingdom of God. The ability to be led by the Holy Spirit, which is not as easy as it sounds, you know, is to open up your heart to open up yourself and say, here I am, Father. Here I am. I just give myself to you. I just give myself, just use me any way, shape, or form that you think is possible to use me. Because if we do not do that, it will be very hard for us because most of us, some of us, well, most of us, we have this tendency of um, we know what we are doing. We know where we are going. We have our goals. We have our plans. But man plans, but it is God that directs it. Because if God does not direct your plans, it will never come to anything. You know, you may plan a, a whole lot of things and say, oh, I'm saving this money to buy this. Then just the day before you are able to buy it, something will come and suck it out like that, you know. So we need to be able to adhere to the voice of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Holy Spirit wants to bring us into good places and to places where we also desire to be. As our desire is for us to be in the presence of God. God has also given us the Holy Spirit so that it will lead us to where we want to be. Jesus said that I will give you the comforter and when it comes, it will lead you to all truth. It will guide you in and bring you into remembrance. So as our desire is like when we sing songs, Oh, I just want to be where you are. I just want to abide with you. But do we really want to abide with God? When deep down, when we ask ourselves, do we really want to abide with God? Because if we really want to abide with God, why is it so difficult for me to wake up in the morning and pray? Why is it so difficult for me on a Sunday to come to church? Why is it so difficult for me that when I have taken a job or I have taken the um, responsibility to follow up somebody, it is so hard for me to do it? Because we, don't, we do not hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. As the Holy Spirit desires to bring us to where we have to be, we have to flow with it. We have to flow with anything that God brings to us. A river has a particular direction that it flows, and it's easier to flow with it. One of the things that you can learn about being led by the Holy Spirit is difficulty. In what is happening to you right now, Struggles is a sign that you are not flowing with the Holy Spirit. So if you are struggling in your life, in your job, in your education, in anything that you are doing, it means that you are going in the opposite direction that the Holy Spirit is leading you to be. 
So you need to examine yourself, amen? Because God will not bring us to suffer, amen? When you are with the river, it's easier and difficult without it, amen? Sometimes you can try changing direction and see which direction is easier. So let's say, oh, I have tried so many things, it doesn't work. So let me turn around and probably listen to the Holy Spirit. Maybe my life will come alive. Maybe I may accomplish something. Amen. One of the cases in life is sweating. In Genesis chapter 3 and verse 19, In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken, for thus thou art, and unto thus shalt thou return. So, one of the curses is sweating, and there is nothing that is going to take that curse away. No matter what you do, you are still going to work. So, if you are going to work, just accept it and work. Don't cry about the work because it's not going to go away. As soon as sin came into man's life, the curse came. And once the curse is there, it says that you will sweat for your meals. You will sweat to get whatever that you need. So why is it that you alone, you don't want to sweat? You know, it's not going to work. Just accept it and flow with it. Just accept it and flow within. Being able to be released from sweating is being released from the accursed part. So as Christians, because of the blood of Jesus, God has opened some doors for us that no matter what we do, that curse will not have that impact where you struggle so much that it becomes a despair to you. Because it says that cast everything upon him and be careful of nothing but everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will keep your heart and mind through Jesus Christ. So as you are struggling, as you are sweating, somebody sees you and says, ah, as for you, aren't you sweating like all of us? Why are you so calm? Why are you so fresh? Because there is an inner peace in you. There is something that is working in you that is not allowing that curse to have the impact that it was supposed to have because God sent his son to redeem us. Amen? Amen. 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 So we need to be able to accept the past that God wants us to accept and the past that he has redeemed us from to be flowing with it. Amen? Amen. John chapter 7 and verse 78. Um, sorry, 738. Where he says that we should not struggle a day with our God. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. So we shouldn't struggle even for a day with God. Because he said that if we believe in him, out of our belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Why? 
Because the Holy Spirit is like the river that is flowing. And if we are flowing with the Holy Spirit, then our bellies also should be flowing with rivers of living water. And because we believe in him, he says that, um, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. But most of the time, what we do is that we seek first all these things that has been added to us, and before we seek the kingdom of God. And because of that, the rivers are not flowing. We are flowing with fire. Fire is what is coming out of our bellies. Because it's like um, Bishop will say that um, some husbands, like, they go to work. It's like a boxer. And the boxer, after you're around, you go sit down and they clean you for you to refresh yourself. But you come home, and instead of being refreshed, then your wife pours hot water on you. So how can you be refreshed and go and fight? You know, it doesn't work. Because instead of being cooled down, instead of being um, calmed down and refreshed, hot water is being poured on you. After struggling on the ring, in the ring for three minutes, <laughs> you come back and you get hot water. You go in there, you've already been defeated. And that is what is happening to most of us. We have already been defeated because we are struggling with the God that has delivered us. Amen? Serving God will exit you from the curse. The curse that has come. The curse is there. Yes, we do have to work. God knows that we need to work. But he also said that Seek me first. And all the things that we need to fill our bellies, the things that he said we have to um, struggle and sweat to get, he himself is going to add it to us. So are we going to just allow the curse to take effect on us or are we going to believe God and seek him so that all the things that the curse says that we have to sweat for, it will be added to us? We need to ask ourselves that question. It's only a supernatural thing that can lift you from the sweat. And it's only the blood of Jesus that can deliver you from that sweat. It's only the word of God that can deliver you from the sweat. It's only the spirit of God that can deliver you from the sweat. So if you don't flow with the Holy Spirit, then you are not going to be delivered from that curse. You will struggle and struggle and struggle. Amen? Amen? Proverbs chapter 10 and verse 22. The blessing of the Lord, it makes rich and he has no sorrow with it. Amen? The blessing of the Lord, it maketh riches and he has no sorrow. So if you are rich and you are in sorrow, it means that it's not from God. If you are working and you are despairing of the work that you are doing, it means that work is not from God. If you are working and you say, why do I have to do this? It means that you are not flowing with the Holy Spirit. It's about time that you change direction. You need to change direction to flow with the Holy Spirit so that when you go to work, your work will be like a hobby where you are getting paid for. 
you enjoy it. It's something that gives you pleasure. You wake up in the morning, you say, ah, I'm happy. I'm going to work. And that is the work that God has ordained for you. Amen. And we need to ask ourselves, is this what we want? Is this the thing that God has ordained for me? Zachariah 4 says that, that it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. Because if we do not have the spirit of God, no matter what we do, we will go through struggles and struggles upon struggles. And in the end, we will get nothing. You can work all your life. And in the end, nothing will be accomplished. You see someone worked all their life and went for the time that they have to enjoy their life savings. They die and somebody else inherits it. How come we've all traveled from our various countries to come here and struggle and struggle? You get up at 4 a.m., you go to work, you come back, you go to your second job. If you have a third job, you go, you are struggling and like you don't even have time for yourself for a checkup. That is not the life God has ordained for us. If we allow ourselves to flow with the Holy Spirit, if we allow ourselves for the Holy Spirit to lead us, if we allow ourselves for the Holy Spirit to minister to us, all the things that we are going through, we will not go through it. Amen. God is always with us. God is always with us. We should be humble in our finances, in all that we do. Our mistakes have been anticipated by God who has prepared an exit signs for us so that we can also turn around it and exit the area where we are putting ourselves in. Amen? Isaiah chapter 2 verse 2. And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above the hills and all nations shall flow into it. All nations shall flow into it. So when the God has established the church for us, as a mountain for all nations to flow into it. God has established the church for us so that we can all flow into it by the direction of the Holy Spirit. But we choose our own way so that we don't go the way God wants us to go. We want to do our own thing. We want to um, find our own course. We don't need help. We are islands. We don't need anything. You know, even islands, they go shopping on the mainland. And they come, they bring the things and use it. When it's finished, they go back to the mainland. You cannot make yourself and say, I don't listen to anything. I don't go anywhere. I can have my church in my house. I can pray in my own. Nobody should bother me. It does not work that way. God has given us exit signs, exit ways, exit doors. There is an exit here. There is an exit there. In case of a fire, you, if you are closer there, you run here. If I'm here, I'm go there. I cannot go through there. But we don't see the exit doors that God has given us. We are our own enemy. 
Because God has given us so many exits to deliver us from the curses of man. But we don't seem to see the exit signs. Because we do not allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. Amen. The last days, the mountain of the house of the Lord will be the highest of all. The church is what will work in the last days. In these present times, we have to ask ourselves, like, like something is like we all make fun of Donald Trump. We make fun of him. We make fun of everybody, you know. But have we sat down and asked ourselves that, Father, how is these signs? How are these signs? How are these things going around me? How is it going to affect my life? One way or the other, your life will be affected. You may not see it, but one way or the other, we need to pray for a discerning spirit. We need to pray that, Father, help me so that I can apply the signs of these days. I can apply the signs of the times so that I will know how to live my life, how to direct my life, how the Holy Spirit is going to lead me. Because if we cannot differentiate between the signs of the times and in the present circumstances we find our lives in, then the Holy Spirit is not leading you. You are being led by your own mind, which for me is like probably brain dead. We need the Holy Spirit to help us to understand the times that we live in. We need the Holy Spirit to tell us that as for this time, you need to direct your life in this direction so that you can succeed. If we do not allow the Holy Spirit, and you, we will know that in the end, the suffering will increase. It will be multiplied. There is a factor, but the factor can be a multiplier or a divider. Do you want a multiplier or a divider in your life? You need that, but you need to follow the Holy Spirit. You need to allow the Holy Spirit to lead you so that whatever you are suffering today, it, by next year, it will be one-eighth. It will be one-quarter. It will be half. It will not be doubled or tripled or quadrupled. If you allow the Holy Spirit to direct you, amen, if you want to be involved in anything great and be established, the church is where to be involved in. Amen? Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 18 and 19. That said the Lord, behold, I will bring again the captivity of Jacob's tents and have mercy on his dwelling places. And the city shall be built upon her own heap. And the palace shall remain after the manner thereof. And out of them shall proceed thanksgiving and the voice of them that make merry. And I will multiply them and they shall not be few. I will also glorify them and they shall not be small. Amen. God is going to make his church stand and he will increase his church he will multiply them and if you want to be multiplied the church is where you want to be you don't want to be somewhere and you don't want to be like the people that 
Jude was preaching about. Actually, let's go to Jude. Sorry. Jude. Um, Jude 9. New living. You see that yet Michael, but even Michael, one of the mightiest of the angels, did not dare accuse the devil of blasphemy, but simply said, the Lord rebuke you. This took place when Michael was arguing with the devil about Moses' body. Next. But these people scoff at things they do not understand. Like unthinking animals, they do whatever their instincts tell them. And so they bring about their own destruction. What sorrow awaits them? For they follow in the footsteps of Cain, who killed his brother like Balaam. They deceive people for money. And like Korah, they perish in their rebellion. Next. When these people eat with you in your fellowship meals, commemorating the lost life, they are like dangerous reefs that can shipwreck you. They are like shameless shepherds who care only for themselves. They are like clouds blowing over the land without giving any rain. They are like trees in autumn that are doubly dead for they bear no fruit and have been pulled up by the roots. So we don't want to be like these people. People who eat with you, but they are very dangerous. They will eat with you. And then they will go and stand somewhere and shipwreck you. You don't want to be like that. We want to be where God has called us. If we are eating in love, we are eating in love. I will not laugh with you and go to Michelle and say, Oh, you don't know Pastor Davis. He is wicked. Don't talk to him. He is this, he is that, he is that. These are the people and they bring their own distraction. If you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, you will not behave like that. If you allow the Holy Spirit to direct you, you will not react like that. The Holy Spirit will lead you into all truth. Amen. When you are flowing with God, you will be thanking him all the time. You wake up in the morning, Father, thank you. You step out of your house, Father, thank you. You sit in your car, your bus, the train, Father, thank you. You get into your office, your school, wherever you are going, Father, thank you. You finish for the day, Father, thank you. We have to be grateful. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us every time. It doesn't matter. You don't have to pray for five hours. You don't have to pray for ten hours. Every second you can pray a short prayer and it goes up. It asks up. It asks up. It asks up. You say, Father, thank you. Thank you for leading me here. Thank you for giving me this. Thank you for directing me in this place. We have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us. Amen. Go on in the spirit and flow with what God is doing. All nations shall flow into it. All nations shall flow into the church and do the work of the 
or the word that God has given us, the direction that God wants us to be. Because if we do not allow the Holy Spirit to lead us, the life that we are here, it amounts to nothing. It amounts to nothing. We have destinies that we have to fulfill. We have destinies that we have to fulfill. And are you fulfilling your destiny? You are born in such a time as this to fulfill a particular destiny. You are born to do a particular thing. Are you doing it? Are you living? Are you understanding the signs of the time that you say that what is going on, what is going on is not a physical thing, but it's a spiritual thing. God is doing something, whether it's a punishment, whether it's a blessing, whether it's something we don't know, but we need the Holy Spirit to direct us into the right path. We need to allow the Holy Spirit to lead us into the right area where God wants us to be. Because otherwise we will find ourselves where the Bible says that woe to you that when that day comes, you might not be pregnant, you might not be anything because when it gets there, you have to run. And if you are not capable of running, then you will know where you will end up. This is the prophetic destiny of God. This is the prophetic destiny of God's church and his people. You have missed your way when you don't find yourself in God's church and working for God. When God asks you, when your shepherd or your pastor asks you, oh, I need you to follow this person up, this person up, that person up. You say, okay, Rev, I will do it. Sunday, nothing. Monday, nothing. Tuesday, nothing. Sunday morning, now you are struggling to call the person. You are struggling to call the person and say that, Oh, Reverend wants me to check on you, and I forgot. You know, um, Ezekiel chapter Son of man, um, son of man, your people talk about you in their houses and whisper about you at the doors. They say to each other, come on, let's go hear the prophet tell us what the Lord is saying that is telling your friends. Let's go to church. So my people come pretending to be sincere and sit before you. They listen to your words but they have no intention of doing what you say. Their mouths are full of lustful words and their hearts seek only after money. You are very entertaining to them, like someone who sings love songs with a beautiful voice or plays fine music on an instrument. They hear what you say, but they don't act on it. But when all these terrible things happen to them, it's not if these terrible things happen. It's when 
because you can hear the word, you can listen to the voice of your prophet, you can listen to your voice, the voice of your pastor, and if you don't do it, you don't do it. It's not when terrible things, it's not if terrible things happen to you. The Bible says that when there is a date, and when these terrible things happen to them, as they certainly will, then they will know a prophet has been among them. Then they will know. Then they will start calling reverend. Hi, reverend. I don't know what happened to me. Then we start crying. We start disturbing him. But when he was standing at the pulpit and preaching to us, we did not care. We were only concerned about ourselves, about the money that we have to go make. We are only concerned about the money that we need to do whatever we need to do to show off, to show off about whatever that we need to show off about. But the Bible says that when terrible things happen, it's not if, it's when. Eventually, it will happen. Eventually, it's going to happen. And this is the prophetic destiny of God's church and his children. And if we don't hear it, it's going to happen one way or the other. It may not come today. It may not happen tomorrow. But it will eventually come to pass. It will eventually come to pass. Acts chapter 2 verse 41. Those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. When the Holy Spirit came, the believers increased. Why is the church stagnant? Why is the church not growing? Why is that? You see, like um, Casting Crowns, they have this song, If We Are The Body, Why Aren't His Arms Reaching? Why Aren't His Feet Going? My hands is wet, teaching them there is a way, right? So if we are the body of Christ, why are we not reaching out to others? Why are we not going? Why are we not um, telling people that there is a way for them to be delivered? Because we are bereft of the Holy Spirit. We are bereft of the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is not in us. The Holy Spirit has deserted us. The Holy Spirit has left us because we want to be on our own. When the Israelites asked for a king and someone was brooding over it that they have rejected him, God says that he shouldn't brood because it's not him that they have rejected, but it's him, God. Have we rejected God and we have not realized it? that we come and we just sing songs with our lips. And like sometimes, like these days, sometimes when I'm singing some song, I'm even afraid to even say it because <laughs> it's like, oh, do I really mean this? You know, can I do that? We need to allow and ask God to open our eyes. We need to, because mind you, if you allow God you know, sometimes like we, we, like some of the things, you know, sometimes people say things and they do things. But I, ha I have decided that, you know, I will leave all my battles to God, you know. 
because God is the one who can fight people, you know. In um, Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 24, I think, he says that I will contend with those who contend with you. And I will feed them with their own flesh and make them drink their own blood like sweet wine. And I will deliver your children. You know, so sometimes when somebody is fighting with you, you say, you know what? I pray Isaiah 49, 24 for you. Yeah, you just say it and walk away. You know, I will leave you. I will leave you to, um, no, go down, 26. Yeah, now feed them that oppress you with their own flesh. And they shall be drunken with their own blood as sweet wine. And then they will know that the Lord is your God. You know, people who talk against me, I leave them to God. And no wonder they are suffering. You know, because, you know, you don't fight people. Because people are not, you, you may think that it's physical. But it's not physical at all. It's spiritual. So you leave them to God. Because if you, you know, somebody sent me a picture today about a dog who is standing on a cliff and saw a bed. And he jumped to swallow the bed. And he said that sometimes you don't act physical to fight people because he didn't realize that as he's jumping, he's going down. The bed can fly. You know, sometimes some people, when they come after you, <laughs> you, you don't realize that it's not a physical fight. You know, because if you're going to fight with everybody, you'll be exhausted. You know, because the enemy's plan is to shift your focus from what you are doing so that you don't concentrate on God. You don't pray because they will come and aggravate you so much that you will react wrongly. You know, you will react so much. Some of us, we have a, when our self comes, you don't want to be around us. But <laughs> Pastor Davis, <no. laughs> some of us when ourselves come. But the thing is that these days, by the grace of God, we have been delivered. <laughs> yeah, these days we've been delivered from God. You know, you see, like. <laughs> Sometimes I, I, I just, you see, I, um, a friend of mine that I was in secondary school with before I got married, and I saw her like over 10 years, 20 years, so that, oh, are you married? And I said, no. So I thought you were married. I was going to pray for your husband, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, sometimes because people, like someone will say, people are not people. You may see it as a physical attack, but never take anything physical. Because somebody you don't know, he's not your brother. She's not your sister. You just met in church or school or you at work. Why? How come you don't like me? Because if I do well, I don't bring it to your house. If you do well, you don't bring it to my house. So what, what is it that is bringing that thing? You know, so 
you have to realize that there is something that your eye is not seeing. You know, your eye is not seeing. You know, so if you have the Holy Spirit discernment, it will tell you just walk away. Don't say anything. Don't do anything. Like I said, Isaiah 49, 24 to 28, wherever that it ends, you just pray. So Reverend is here, I will end. Amen. <laughs> Sometimes preaching becomes like, my preaching is like music to you. I heard all that. I'm here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, I think it's, it's, it's good preaching. It's good preaching. Very good preaching. You know, and I, all that I want to say that, you know, and uh, uh, all the verses for truth, like, uh, then you who it is music, one day something happens to you, then, then you run to the, run back to the prophet, the same prophet that you didn't regard. I heard all that. And I'm glad somebody is preaching instead of me. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't tell her to preach that message. As much as I was going to preach today, I just call on the way that preach. So it must be the spirit of God. Amen. Listen, yeah, and be careful who you are fighting with. You see, a dog on a cliff trying to catch a bird in the sky. <laughs> yeah, a dog on a cliff. So that you don't even know who you are battling with. And that's why, but more importantly, I would just say one thing I'm going to say. You see, be careful the voices you hear and the spirits behind them. Let's be careful. I'm a very spiritual person. You see, you must know the voices and the spirit behind them. Yes, and that is why when Peter, when, 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 when Peter spoke one time, Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed this thing to you. That was, it was like even though Peter is talking, the spirit behind was the Holy, was the Holy Spirit. Somewhere down the line, he spoke again. And Jesus said, get thee behind me, Satan. It means that this time, the same person, another spirit. So if you are spiritual, learn to identify the voices behind the people speaking. I hear me. And deal with, not the person, but the spirit behind because when he said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God, Jesus said, flesh and blood has not revealed. And for that, the fact that you, for that revelation, you are Peter. And upon this rock, I will build my church. So he would, you understand what I'm saying? And then the other side, he said, no, 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 get thee behind me, Satan. You suffer the things of this world. So we must learn, learn to deal with the spirit behind. And let me tell you something. When people speak, spirits are speaking. Whether it's your wife, your husband, your assistant, your mother, always you see, don't, don't let the person become, a lot of us, we don't deal with the spirit because we are afraid of the person that is coming through. That's our problem. But don't be afraid of the person that is coming through. 
learn to deal with the spirit. Yes, a lot of times, because of we are afraid of who it is coming from, so we are quiet. But deal with the spirit. Amen. Amen. Let us learn to walk in the spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. It's a very good meeting. It's a very good preaching. Learn to walk in the spirit. Identify spirits that are behind things. Hallelujah. Amen. And deal with it. You see, dealing with spirit behind things is different from quarreling. Some of us will quarrel. That's, 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 I'm not talking about quarreling. But when Jesus said, get thee behind me, he said that he didn't have a quarrel with Peter. <laughs> so I'm not saying go quarrel with everybody. Be spiritual. Amen. Amen. And God will protect you. Amen. And God will keep you. Amen. Listen, let us believe the words of the prophecy. Amen. Amen. It's actually a very prophetic word. Then, you know, don't let it sound like music in your ear. But obey it. You see. Like I shared with you, the only way you can walk from here to there without bumping your feet is because the light is on. When the light is off, you are likely to hurt yourself. If we turn up the light, we will all, all be bumping to each other. The only way we can walk from here to here without any injury is the light. Are you hearing me? So, and the, and the, the word of God is light. The word of God is, so you, we need, let us open our spirit to the light so that we will have a hate-free life. Amen. Amen. That's true. He's the light of the world. So let us open ourselves to light. I, I can guarantee you that the more you expose yourself to the word of God, the better your life will be. Amen. Yeah. yeah. And the Bible says that a silver tried in the furnace of the earth purified seven times. The word of the Lord is a pure word. So don't, don't try to don't see, don't try to behave like uh, I, I think it can be done the other way. No, no. That is the first time you are doing it your way. Whereas there's a way that has been tried seven times. Why are you trying to do it your way? Hallelujah. Amen. So thank you very much, uh, Mr. Shepherd, Mami Polly, for such a good preaching. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you blessed? Yes. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah. All right, we're done. I came to close you. I was also enjoying the preaching. I didn't want to interrupt the preaching. So, so if you are here and you want to bring your first members to the Lord, please, why don't you come? We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapes and publications at yahoo.com.